You don't know because you lost your bones. You lost everything you had. Um, his balls wasn't feeling right. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught from murder. Anyway, skill horses uh, do not mesh with um, khaki pants. See, so these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Coming to you live from the basement of the Pentagon, full of bars and lasers. Full of bars and lasers. The Creepy Campfire Podcast. I am Ryan. And I'm Jordan. And it looks like Entrapment in here. It's crazy. You've never seen that movie? No. Me and the pop culture. I never see any of your movies. We need to. That's an oldie, but a goodie. Not super good. Nineties, Catherine Zeta. Yeah, in her prime. So why why are we in the basement of the Pentagon this time, Jordan? Um, because it's the long-awaited MK Ultra episode. Long-awaited. I, I'm really excited for this one. <clears throat> Even though you haven't seen the men who started. That's why I jumped straight in, and we haven't caught up at all. Other than being in the basement yeah. of the Pentagon, how you doing, Jordan? Oh, I'm doing good. It's been a long day. I had to work, but you know, good. Besides, tomorrow's my birthday. Can't really complain. You going, you going to date yourself on the podcast? You going to keep that anonymous? Date myself? What do you mean? How old are you going to turn? Oh, I'll be 27. No, secret. <laughs> Not a big deal. Um, yeah, big 27. Just go. Inching closer to 30. Oh, yeah. Just throw that out there. I'm Thanks. not too worried about that. Like, a lot of people hate that 30, like, benchmark. But I feel like most of the people doing cool stuff are in their, like, early 30s. A lot of people worry about age in general, and I'm just like, you know. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. It's a construct. <laughs> okay. Time is relative, or whatever that means. It's relative. Like, I actually know. You know, 13 mentally, so here we go. <laughs> it just makes things fun. Um, yeah, but birthday stuff, wedding stuff, work stuff, all the stuff, dude. Stuff on stuff on stuff. So much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, podcast stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So... Um, MK Ultra mm-hmm. stuff. All right, let's let's just get right into it there. Oh, I don't get to tell the people how I'm doing, Jordan. No, no <laughs> you don't. Okay, it's all about me this time. Next time it can be about you. I guess I had a double no, we, dip. We did we we mentioned your birthday on the podcast, didn't we? That was a while ago. Yeah, it was a while back. Well, what are you doing tomorrow then, man? Well, right now I'm just worried about the massive amount of chafe that I've got going on. Chafe? That's good to know. Like, incredible amount of chafe. Gold bond, man. I got some kind of cream. Got a, no, it's all about the powders. <laughs> got just a pat pat, a little pat pat, and you're good to go. Oh, this this yeah. This is no? this isn't the thighs. You see, see the powder is preventative. Cream is when you've already screwed up. You don't get, get you a little bit of both. You don't pass that threshold. You gotta you gotta put the cream on first, and then you just <laughs> poof the powder onto the cream. So it's. <laughs> It's I, double action. I can only think of Chef when they're like, yeah, just put some cornstarch on your balls. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, I love that show. Yeah, you got a gravy going. Oh, God. Okay, stop. And MKUltra. Anyways, MKUltra. That's what we're really here to talk about. Jordan, what is MKUltra? It is... A lot? It's a lot. <laughs> it, it encompasses quite a few things I found out um, in my research here. Um, I'm going to kind of break it down for you guys. So I'm going to kind of start at somewhat of the development of it mm-hmm. beforehand. I see you're ready with the button on the squatch. 
Squatchy. Well, anonymous Squatch is in here in the cell with us, too, in the basement of the Pentagon. I can't help you sit locked in here with he us. He doesn't re- smell good. He is the good. reason that we're here. He Thank doesn't you. smell good. No. I don't want to be chained to him anymore. It's like wet dog. Yeah. It's <laughs> It's fresh. Ass. Fresh. Um, I'm so fresh. All right. So, okay. So, as everybody knows, CIA, mm-hmm. Central Intelligence Agency, mm-hmm. is a civilian foreign intelligence service of the United States federal government. For the most part, they gather, process, and analyze national security information from around the world. They were officially formed in September, um, on, on September 18th, 19, in 1947, which is 71 years ago. It's crazy. So, 72 years ago now. Um, and they've been up to some shady stuff ever since. Well, yeah. Essentially. That's what we're getting into. Work in the shadows, man. But it started early. Okay. So in the 1950s, 1960s, uh, height of the Cold War, tensions are high. Um, the United States feared that the Soviet, the Chinese, and the North Korean agents um, were using mind control to brainwash U.S. prisoners of war in Korea. Got to fight that commie threat. Yeah. Any way you can. Um, in response to those threats... In 1950, the CIA started researching and experimenting with... I'm going to mess that word up so many times today. Don't... I don't want to hear it, Ryan. I don't want to hear it. Shut your mouth. I'm okay, but I can't guarantee the Squatch won't cut you out. (laughs) Press the button. (laughs) Come on, man. There it is. Thank you, Squatch. He he was making his mind up. You are stinky, but well-informed. Thank you, Squatch. So they started experimenting with the use of possible mind control drugs and other chemical, biological, and radiological stimuli on both willing and uninformed stimuli or subjects to investigate whether and how it was possible to modify an individual's behavior by covert means. It's by mind control. One of the most shady things I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Um, You know when you try to make it sound not barbaric, it's really bad. (laughs) Like with the scientist episode. Throw a lot of big words on it. Yeah. Yep. A lot Just of big words. Layer of, those words some on. Terrible stuff's happening. People will get lost along the way. Mm-hmm. Be, be fun. Be fun. Yeah. Well, not everybody was fine. Oh. Squatch. I'm with you. Uh, so a lot of the stuff I found, a lot of stuff that I'll be talking about is coming from um, a site called, which I can't find anymore for some reason, uh, called Targeted Individuals oh. Canada. Oh, you found CIA info on a site that can't be found anymore? And then anymore? it's gone. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't I know mean, why. I'm just saying, it's a little shady. Real weird. No, I'm sure I'm sure you could go on there and find it in you five minutes. You just Googled it wrong. Yeah, probably. But they that they talk uh, about MKUltra's beginnings because uh, it started off as something else. It was called Project Bluebird. Okay, Bluebird. Before we get too deep into Bluebird... I want to stop you real quick. How many times did you was CIA involved in a Google search that you did? I tried to keep it minimal. Okay. So I ended up searching specifically MK Ultra you and legitimately Project might have been targeted. <laughs> I only looked them up a couple times. All right, all right. I as, only looked up their weaknesses. As long as you their- kept CIA and then bomb very separate, mm-hmm. then I think you'll be never okay. brought bomb into it. You just did though. You know. Now we're targeted. Well, it's not Google search. Sorry, guys. This is going to be the last uh, the last episode of yeah. um, Creepy Campfire before they shut us down. For... You know, live from the basement. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to come downstairs. That's what they're going to do. And they're going to shut us down. I mean, I hope we at least get to see some aliens, though, first. They're going to ask how the f*** 
We got this recording equipment to begin with. Yeah. Resourceful. Well, we just tucked it in Squatch's fur. We do have a Squatch. Yeah, we just tucked it in that matted fur, and we never knew. They never knew. <laughs> well, they weren't going to search him. He's, he's wet, and he smells. A big wet dog. All right. So now that we know that we're compromised, Bluebird. What, tell, tell me about Bluebird. Yeah. So the earliest of CIA's of the CIA's major programs involving um, chemical and biological agents uh, was called Bluebird, and it was approved by the director in 1950, director of the CIA. Its main directives were to condition personnel against the risk of being extracted or giving up information, also to enhance memory and to attempt to control an individual through interrogation methods. Another goal was to evaluate offensive uses of unconventional interrogation techniques, including hypnosis and drugs. So that's a lot of goals. So initially it doesn't sound too bad. So it's trying to figure out ways that you won't give up info when you're interrogated. Mm -hmm. But then we're also looking at the flip side, trying to get more info. Out of their people. Yeah. Yeah. And then also just your standard run-of-the-mill mind control. No big deal. Run-of-the-mill CIA is trying to control everything Mm -hmm. craziness. Yeah. And we're doing this through chemicals and we're also... Hypnosis as well. There's a lot. Okay. There's a lot. We're going to get there. There's a lot. Declassified MK Ultra documents indicate they they studied hypnosis in the early 1950s. Uh, Experimental goals included the creation of hypnotically induced anxieties. um, Fun. Which sounds very scary. Hypnotically increasing ability to learn and recall complex written matter. Okay. Sign me up on that one. Sounds useful, at least. Um, Studying hypnosis and polygraph examinations, hypnotically increasing ability to observe and recall complex arrangements of physical objects, and studying relationship of personality to susceptibility of hypnosis. Okay. Which makes sense because not everyone is as susceptible to hypnosis. Some people you can't put under, I've heard. Yeah, which we talked about a little bit way back when we first started the UFO kickoff, Betty and Barney. The people who do hypnosis mm-hmm. usually say that the, that the whoever is participating has to be willing, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. To has to be willing to at least like go under or to a different state, kind of be willing to be led, yeah. essentially. And, and it might not be so much of this person is kind of conjuring all this up on their own, like through the hypnotic process, but like they're just more more relaxed. They're not actively fighting it. So. This, is, this is like probably the most sense that hypnosis makes to me like the way that they're doing it with what they call psychic driving which we'll get into a little bit later on but have us having talked about hypnosis and our lack of faith in some of it this I actually have gained a little bit of faith in doing us, the show us doing more I, i've yeah i kind of thought it was all more it's come up all bunk and it was kind of like you were relaxed mm-hmm. or like you were you were willing to be led essentially you were susceptible essentially yeah Yeah. you know you were looking for something so you were able to find it through this Mm -hmm. but after the research we've done and the people we've talked with i'm a little more open to it now yeah oh yeah especially if they uh got you on drugs that's which you had mentioned earlier this is declassified so if the people were so curious could they just just look up these documents yeah, I mean, there's a lot, there's like 20,000 different articles. Um, and that's only what was saved from the initial, dude, this gets crazy. <laughs> it gets crazy. But yes, there's a lot of, uncl- of de- declassified um, information out there now. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty readily available. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the, the Bluebird stuff, uh, what we're going to go into next, which is Artichoke. 
but yeah, I mean, they've, they drew the covers on this for a long time. And then I think it, I think too many people knew about it essentially because they weren't very careful with it. I don't think. And it's, it's gotten out and about and mm-hmm. it's, it's just out there now. Yeah. They've done, they did some crazy stuff though. I just wanted to make it clear that like everything, like this is all declassified info. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't a conspiracy well, I theory. Don't have, I don't have, a, I don't have any classified information. <laughs> so that's for sure. But like, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This actually for sure approved by the government happened. Mm-hmm. And while it might not be quite as fun as something we don't know the answer to, I think it's crazy that something like this can be proven to actually happen. And I think doing a story like this, where we know something trippy like this, hand trippy, happened, then it lends more credence mm-hmm. to the other things that we talk about. Yeah, so. I mean, if stuff like this was able to go on mm-hmm. under everybody's noses, and like the higher ups were trying to make this happen, they could do pretty much whatever they wanted. Yeah. So we were talking about the hypnosis and stuff like that. They conducted experiments with drug-induced hypnosis, anterograde and retrograde amnesia while under the influence of such drugs. I don't know the difference between the two. Which, this is, this is the 50s, right? This is 50. 50. Yeah. So there's a lot of drugs that weren't even illegal at the time, right? Oh, yeah. Like, um, Coke was fine, LS, right? LSD was still, was like brand new and didn't have the classifications or, you know, as far as like the, how do they, how do they classify drugs now? Is it, um, oh man, how do they categorize them? Categor- I think it's just a category, like category one or something like that. Like, to be honest, pot, I'm not sure. I think because I think pot's still in there, like for the, like the ones that are supposed to be super addictive or habit forming. Mm-hmm. I think it's the categories, but yeah, I don't think that was any any of that was happening yet. They were still just having fun with it, playing around. Um, in August of 1951, the project was renamed, uh, and and it became Project Artichoke, and that included in-house experiments on interrogation or with interrogation techniques uh, conducted under medical and security controls, which would ensure that no damage was done to individuals who volunteer for the experiments, quote unquote. So it gets renamed from Bluebird to Artichoke. Yes. Now, do we know? The if- reasoning behind that, it, it was unclear. Okay. That's what that was going to be my question. Again, I think that they were just trying to keep people off of whatever they were doing. Okay. So it sounds like, well, that makes sense. Trying to throw them off the trail. Like, okay. Yeah. You just like, you switch up code words during war transmissions. And, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like one difference between Bluebird and Artichoke is Bluebird kind of, there were studied subject. Well, everyone was a studied subject. There were willing and unknowing subjects in mm-hmm. Bluebird, but mm-hmm. it sounds like an Artichoke, it's only uh, knowing subjects. Mm-hmm. It's a little wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Okay, well, but um, a lot of a lot of the stuff that Artichoke did was overseas. Oh, um, then it sounds like an extra wasn't the case. Yeah, so this is kind of what they kind of so, what they did. so we they, we were just going to like France and doping people and seeing what happened wherever we needed to be. I mean, at the time, trying to gather information and make sure we kept our information under wraps. Mm-hmm. But um. But yeah, they would perform interrogations uh, using sodium pentothal, which they thought was, you know, like the... Um, like a truth serum. Truth serum, essentially, which has been debunked, right? It's proven, essentially. Um, and hypnosis after physical and psychiatric examinations of subjects who were uh, part of artichoke. They did end up doing, like, inside stuff, too. Messing with their own people, which is crazy. 
The CIA maintains that Project Artichoke ended in 1956, but evidence suggests that uh, the Office of Security and Office of Medical Services use of special interrogation techniques continued for several years thereafter. Okay, so officially we've got the beginning in 1950, a bluebird, what was it, a couple years into that we switched to artichoke? Not a, a year later. A year later, okay, so mm -hmm. 51 we switched to artichoke. Yeah. And 56 is when this quote officially ends. Stops. But the practices apparently continue, they're just so unsanctioned at this point. I think that artichoke had a slight branch outside of what was potentially MK MKUltra. Um, because oh, okay. so why like, people why people would talk about them art, why artichoke ending in fifty six doesn't really make sense to me because for the most part Project Artichoke became M MK Ultra mm -hmm. like they mm -hmm. went from Bluebird to Artichoke to that somewhat different mo mostly the same goals between all all the different programs just going about them different ways okay well it sounds like it sounds like a standard like research and development then like you have like this kind of just on tree very like, atypical research yeah you got like branches of different types of research mm -hmm. this one works the best so we'll just cut everything else focus on that and then they just keep doing that a couple times till we finally arrive to mk ultra yeah which but in, in the meantime let's remember that people are just randomly getting doped and not just getting doped to see like what happens when you get high on lsd let's see if we can tr control you on lsd yeah man like this is still this is like still essentially the intro. So Project Artichoke becomes MK Ultra on April thirteenth, nineteen fifty-three. So it takes another two. So Artichoke is going for about two years. Okay, so that's that's why you're saying it's kind of like a branch off. Yeah. Okay. Because if they were still doing stuff, like if people are talking about Artichoke specifically doing stuff up until fifty-six, yeah, then they must have had some stuff going on separate from MK Ultra. But it officially kind of rolled over in fifty-three. Sorry if. Mike. There's a lot of dates here. Yeah. For, I'm, I'm doing it partly for you listeners, but also for myself, because we don't have the red string on the bulletin board to connect all these dots. We seriously could have, like, the conspiracy board up right now with, like, different years and dates and strings going everywhere. Maybe when we get in the new studio, if we ever make yes. it out of this basement. Oh, my God. I hope so. Someday. It's really dark down here. So, okay, so so MKUltra, the numero uno of all of these the big boy initially started off just studying hypnosis um and the use of other chemicals among other methods to produce amnesia and other vulnerable states in subjects again for the end game of interrogation techniques and stuff like that it was so it was officially sanctioned in 53 it was reduced in scope by 64 so they kind of downgraded a little bit by then and again we're going to kind of jump around date wise here because some information is pertinent now, some is pertinent later. So hold on to the tinfoil hats? Yes. No. Um, it was further halted in 67, so again, three years later, and recorded to be completely done in 1973, which okay. we find isn't, isn't the case. Oh, um, surprise. So some of the things that MKUltra uh, got into, what they did. The program engaged, program said that really weird. Uh, they engaged in many illegal activities, including the use of U.S. and Canadian citizens as its unwitting test subjects, um, which led Wait, to... Wait, Canada? Mm -hmm. That's not cool. Canada's always been nice. They ain't never done nothing to nobody. He was up there giving them drugs. You think that matters to the government? <laughs> I don't know. Not at all. This is rude. That's a bad neighbor. That's being a bad We've neighbor. We've always been terrible neighbors. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Sorry, Mexico. <laughs> 
We took the house in the first place, and then we became That's really true. crappy we, neighbors. We, yeah, we were just squatters that no one ever kicked out. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and then we just had a lot of kids <laughs> and took over everything. A lot of kids and a lot of guns. And a lot of guns. Give all those kids guns. That's all you need. Oh, that's terrible. Please uh, remember to lock your guns in a safe. Yeah, but practice gun safety, folks. PSA from your neighborhood Squatch. Guns. <laughs> um... Okay, so they used numerous methods to manipulate people's mental states and all, and to try to alter brain functions, including the administration of drugs, especially LSD and other chemicals, uh, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, verbal and sexual abuse, and other forms of torture. That's so bad. Dude. Like just the sensory deprivation is enough, but like... you know, Well, you can actually go and you can volunteer to de- deprive yourself of... You know, like the, the the black, the dark baths and stuff like that that you can kind of... Right, but there's like a, there's a difference between being like, okay, I think I want to give this a shot. Then you can mentally prepare versus being snatched up off the street. Well, actually and, knowing what the hell is going on. And, yeah, and throwing into a tiny black box. I like, guess it's different if you if you actually go up to a person in the mall and they're like, hey, yeah, go ahead and go ahead, get, get, get in this little pod. Enjoy that. You can do that at the mall? Yeah. What malls have you been to? Dude, it's our malls are not the most uh, current. They're they're pretty current, but they're like there's some malls are getting pretty. I mean, Mall America got everything. I, gotta, I would I would never get into a dep- like sensory deprivation thing at the mall. What if the guy was like, "Oh, it's break time. I'm gonna go to Wetzel's Pretzels," and then uh, you're like, um, "I think time's up." You, well, it's just an automatic lawsuit. I mean, I I'm guess. sure. It's, even if I got money from that. I went crazy in two hours. <laughs> Seriously, though, you just gave somebody anxiety for life. Potentially. I don't so, know. I mean, I don't know how bad sensory sensory deprivation is. I'm sure that, you know, extended periods will mess somebody up. Well, that, the whole point of solitary confinement. Exactly. Confinement, yeah. And that's still with, like, you know, some sort of a, well, hopefully some sort of a window. You know, things have been upgraded over the years but that's not even total isolation so i can't even imagine well and then then there's the sexual abuse like i don't know i mean we live in a very sheltered society where we think and especially in america we're above these things these things don't happen and the government doesn't need to do these things and then you think about things like guantanamo bay where that kind of stuff went down um, just think of the CIA and the government as just like a big, very big, very political frat. Which, don't don't get me totally wrong. I understand sometimes some shady stuff. It's got to, like, like somebody's got to pull the trigger, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we got to deal with some rough people in the world other than us. And I get sometimes things will get a little hairy um, as far as treating people like animals it's a little different story and especially doing that to civilians like Mm -hmm. then which that's what the majority of this is like it does happen within the cia and attempts with other governments and and things like that but a large portion of this is civilians isn't it 
Oh yeah, a majority of it is civilians. Yeah. It wasn't until after um, they had done it quite a bit on civilians that they started doing it internally. Can you imagine working for? So I got an idea. No, hold, hold on, hold on. There's this new thing called LSD. Mm -hmm. All right, it's great. All right, your next lunch break, hit me up. I've got some in my pocket. No big deal. It's not illegal yet. Just hitting the streets. But I think we can mess with some people. For a number of years, it initially sounds like a prank war. It's crazy. In a number, in a, for a number of years, like I was, I was reading in this, um, the the prospect of a surprise LSD trip became a norm for CIA agents. Like you could be randomly, like could you imagine one of your colleagues just randomly slipping some LSD oh, into so your coffee in the morning? I feel like it's That's crazy. At least you're off the hook for work for that day. Right? I better, I better be getting paid for this. It could be a really scary day, though. I understand that I'm naked in a pharmacy and there are kids around, but <laughs> I didn't. This isn't what I signed up for. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, a lot of people knew about it when it was, when it was going on. Um, research on it was broad and undertaken at over 80 institutions now when you say a lot of people know about okay so because there's so many institutions involved in this okay including colleges universities hospitals prisons and pharmaceutical companies so there's there's not really telling how many people and how wide a scope that we're getting dosed throughout this down down the chain well and and how many people know that this kind of thing is happening right. i'm not saying anything right just getting yeah little stipends under the table yeah mm -hmm. yeah i'm sure um, they operated through these institutions using front organizations, although sometimes top officials at these institutions were aware of the CIA's involvement. So, you know, you know, shell companies and, and fronts. and mm -hmm. Not shell, the actual gas company, but like... Yeah, shell corporations with, you know, fronts for other things, yeah. essentially. So early CIA, CIA efforts uh, focused on LSD-25, which later came to dominate many of MKUltra's programs. Now, what is LSD-25 for a person like myself that doesn't know the difference between just LSD? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I miss, I mean, it has to be an early... Uh, so I didn't know if, like, nowadays there's, like, LSD-150. Well, I mean, it's technically not numbered, I don't think, anymore, but I'm, I'm not sure if that's because maybe it was something that they were producing themselves and then they just... It was batch 25, or there's 25 things in it, or... Formula number 25. Whatever the case may be. worked. Okay. But that's what they used a lot of the time. Okay. For their... For all of their spy stuff. Um, they wanted to know if they could make Soviet spies defect against their will, and whether the Soviets could do the same to the CIA's own operatives. Once Project MKUltra got underway in uh, 1953, experiments including administering LSD to mental patients, pri prisoners, drug addicts, and sex workers, essentially people who couldn't fight back, um, as one agency officer put it. And in one case, they administered LSD to a mental patient in Kentucky for 174 days straight. That's right. We can hold our drugs in Kentucky. 174 <laughs> days. That's, That's a lot almost a half a year. I just want to know in dollars, like, how much LSD, like, that was expensive. Well, in the 50s, probably not so bad, but... But a half a year on a trip. A half a year on a trip. Half a... Man, that, that is literally a trip. 
I can't imagine that guy is having healthy, normal thoughts anymore. I don't understand so. why they would do it to mental patients in the first place. Like, well, okay, medical procedures, I don't condone that they did, but I at least understand, okay, we can physically see the changes. But we're talking, we want to see the changes in a person's mental state. A person who has no irregularities in their mental state. Yeah, but so, I, I think they figured why mess with somebody who's normal. Well, they already were, so it didn't really matter. It's just these were another part of the test pool. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it just it, that doesn't seem. Maybe they were productive. testing. Maybe they were testing it against a weakness potentially, like a mental weakness. That's that's true. I'm just if thinking, it it, like if you're using it on a prostitute, like they have an unfortunate life, but they're of sound mind and we're trying to see if we can change a sound mind mm-hmm. you know if, you, if you're affecting a person with a mental illness with this drug which of course back then brain chemistry wasn't known near as much as it is now no but and still there's still there's not a whole lot it just seems not productive it. so like i'm irritated from a a ethics standpoint but also from like a science standpoint of this is bad testing no definitely this, this is all bad testing, man. You shouldn't be doing this to people in general. Well, I just mean like this is a poor use of the scientific method. Method. It's a terrible, um, what do they call that group? Uh, there's always, when you do a scientific experiment, you have your, uh, your, control, your, control. your control group. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible control. Terrible start. Um, they also administered LSD to CIA employees, military personnel, doctors, other government agents and members of the general public to study their reactions. Oh, man. LSD and other drugs were often administered without the subject's knowledge or informed consent. A violation of the Nuremberg Code of the U.S. um, that that we had agreed to follow after World War II. The aim of this was to find drugs which would bring out deep confessions or wipe a subject's mind clean and program him or her as a robot agent. I don't have words. That's crazy. (laughs) crazy i was looking into this and like kind of some of the things um pop culture wise that have alluded to mk ultra mm-hmm. and i didn't realize that i don't know if you've ever watched any of the borns um uh bits and pieces yeah that's what that's what they're all about they're all about essentially somebody who went through something like mk ultra and now doesn't know who or what he is mentally and whose side he's on or what's going on yeah it's it's like they mess with you that you have no future for that person that you if you're planning to wipe them clean and then reprogram them, mm-hmm. you're not planning for them to like okay there's a job to do you'll do this job and then when you're done you can retire with your kids and grandkids a singular task yeah it's like you're just you're just a throwaway man mm-hmm. we'll get this job done we'll say dogfish and then you'll jump in a river like <laughs> dogfish that's the code word yeah, I don't know why that was in my mind. Maybe dogfish, I- and he just and he just walks into the river and doesn't swim, just drowns. I don't know. So sad. You have to assume that you know if they had any loose ends, those they weren't around for long. Or maybe it was just like you said, dogfish, and they just start drooling and like because everything's gone, they're wiped clean now. Which you might as well have jumped in a river at that point. But it's like in Men in Black when they phase you. But then they don't tell you. <laughs> they don't just leave you there. They don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, like they were just like, uh, uh. yeah. 
during one Operation Midnight Climax. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the name alone spells trouble, doesn't it? Gotta love it. There's nothing good that can come from that. Midnight Climax. Perfect porno name. Haven't we talked about that before? Haven't we? God, this has come up. Yeah, Midnight Climax. The CIA set up several brothels. I bet he did. They. It's one guy. <laughs> Within agency safe houses in San Francisco, California. Um, that's that's where a majority of it was done. It was on the West Coast. San Francisco was the hub of it. Um, to obtain a selection of men who would be too embarrassed to talk about whatever events may unfold. That makes sense. You pick someone that's not able to rat you out or even maybe even so much rat out because they don't know what's going on but even talk about the weird situation like n- not even go, go to the news or anything I want to talk about what they did or what they had a part of yeah mm-hmm. um, those men were dosed with LSD the brothels were equipped with one way mirrors and the sessions were filmed for later viewing and study cue awkward pause Yeah, so here, take this LSD, have fun with this prostitute, we're going to watch, <laughs> just and just be creepy government officials on the other side of the glass. Like, what conversations were they having? Like, I can't imagine that that produced any super amazing results. Like, what are, what are the notes for that look like? It's just a crazy drug, de- like, can you, I don't think you can function properly or have any sense of a libido on... LSD, you're out of your mind at that point. I mean, I well, maybe not out of your mind, but I mean, I haven't done it personally, so I wouldn't know. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Figure it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no takers? Nope. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. In yeah, a very I controlled... I... No. 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 I don't, no. Think, I don't think I'm going to do it either. It's, we'll see. Here Hold it off. is. I would have a bad trip. I know this, and everyone I know that has done something psychedelic is like, if you know you will, then you will. Yeah. It didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Something would start talking to me that I don't want to talk to me. I mean, I mean, yeah. Don't mess with psychotropics, kids. Don't do it. Um, Squatch had a good time on those last weekend up in Oregon. You can tell by how long that was, how good of a time he had. <laughs> he better have been at like a festival or something then. Well, I mean, you know what? If, no, you, if he, you had something planned and you had something going on, something that could keep your It was just interest. a Squatch reunion. You know, the cousins, Squatch reunion. The cousins came through. What is he doing Doing magic? Well, did they not affect him the same way? I, I, don't, I don't know. They were in the middle of the woods, so I imagine that. I don't know. Mu- squatch, did the mushrooms affect you the same way? I mean, he's bigger, so okay. it's, it's a little lower of a dosage. Thank you for your input, Squatch. That's our control group. <laughs> he is our control group. Um, it's part of his internship. <laughs> we're, just, we're dosing him with LSD. He's technically on the other side of a one-way room. But he's right on now. contract. <laughs> he has consent, so it's it's okay. It's okay. Informed consent. It's a huge problem with these people. His uh his signature is just a, a muddy thumbprint. Just a muddy thumbprint. Yeah. He, we totally didn't take advantage of him in any way, shape, or form. Mm. So... So brothels, okay. one-way mirrors. Weirers. <laughs> Weirers. One-day mirrors and some really perverted psycho agents. Oh, Psychoactive psycho agents. I like agents. that. Psycho agents. That would be the name of the podcast. There I'm you down. go. The podcast or the episode? Or the episode, of course. Yes. Definitely. 
Although that does sound like a very interesting podcast. Psycho Agents. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds like a story-based one. That'd be fun. Yeah, there we go. We do it. Um. So okay. So yeah, they were you know they were being watched while hopefully I guess Midnight performing. I'm not really sure. Midnight, yep, climaxing. Um, and other experiments where people were given LSD without their knowledge um, and were interrogated under bright lights with doctors in the background taking notes. They told subjects they would extend their trips um, if they refused to reveal their secrets. This was those same those same guys. Just awful. And um, I mean, it sounds like it would work, but it also sounds like it would work if you even didn't give them the LSD. Yeah, right? We won't let you leave and take this bright light out of your face. Until you tell us what we want to hear. Yeah. The funny thing is, the guys that they got to do this, all CIA employees. I mean, it makes sense because you want to make sure your most highly trained people, what what their effects are going to be. If they can withstand this. Because they're, they're expected, I'm sure, to go through some torture eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, it part of the job description yeah and which i'm sure they're already pre-trained on and have went through some kinds of simulations going going into the job Mm -hmm. so it makes sense i guess you would want to be a little more intense with your most well-trained people i just can't do you volunteer for that do you end up so do you guys end up at the brothel and then you flip a coin for whoever gets dosed or do you flip a coin for whoever watches oh man (laughs) i don't know oh What's the more bad? Because <laughs> I wouldn't want to do either. I was just thinking at it from the like big blinding light. I was, I was, you're back at the brothels again. I'm sorry. It's just like I mean, that's that's messed up, man. That is also, messed up. San Francisco. Short straw, sort of deal. San Francisco. How many brothels do you have? <laughs> well, I'm sure the numbers decrease. Really I mean, much, I've but. been there. There's lots of small building entrances, but I just that's got to be a lot of brothels. You got another secret knock man i'll stay with the foodie restaurants that's where i'll stay yeah that and the pretty parks i'll do that so yeah cia employees uh military personnel agents suspected of working for the other side all all um i'm I'm sure they were probably the target targeted the first first runners um but yeah i mean long-term debilitation and several deaths resulted from this oh okay several kill count yeah, they didn't give me a count because, again, a lot of that's hush as far as, like, numbers go. I'm surprised that people, because this is all declassified, and I know that people have, like, even though it's 2,600 pages, you said? It's, like, 20, I think it's, like, 22. Yeah, even though that's massive, I'm sure there's a multitude of people that's combed through that. Or, I'm sorry, I thought I said, like, 20,000. Did I say 20,000 or did I say 2,000? a lot. It's 20,000 documents, thank you. Okay, 20,000 20, documents, which makes sense if you have people taking notes in brothels every other night. But How long were they doing that, I wonder? Oh, man. Um, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> but I'm surprised that there's there's people that's read every inch of those documents, mm-hmm. and I'm surprised there's not an outrage to find out whose loved ones has died as a result of this testing. There's, there's a, uh, one Frank Olson who died as a result, we're going to get there. But his family um, ended up blaming the CIA murdering him. They said he murdered They murdered him. Okay. I'll be patient then until we get to Frank. Nothing proven yet. Um, okay. So, yeah, and to, and to kind of, like, finish that off, uh, they would even offer, like, heroin, heroin addicts. Um, they, would, they would bribe them into taking LSD with more heroin. So, like, take this drug for us, and we will give you more of this drug that you want. 
because that won't alter our test results that we're trying to get. Not at all. It should be pristine. Or encourage heroin use or feed more heroin into the population. Oh, did you know the drug problem is government created? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll touch back on that eventually. Not this time. We're really never going to make it out of this basement, are we? And we'll continue. <laughs> yeah, no, we're never going to make that. they have our doses on the tray right there. They've got the red lasers on both of our foreheads right now. It's uh, No sudden moves. <laughs> it's cold down here. It's cold. Um, so, obviously, adverse reactions often occurred, such as an oper- operative who received the drug in his morning coffee, like I said, uh, ended up becoming psychotic and running across Washington. Uh, claiming to see monsters in every car that passed him. That's what I'm talking about. Like, normal CIA that would, day. That would be me. Yeah. If I was that... Uh, and uh, yeah, it probably wasn't even all operatives. It's probably just like the desk guy that's got to just put all the stuff in the computers. Like, that would be me. Just, your secretary or I something feel like cool that? Dosing your secretary? I'm, yeah, I feel cool because I'm working at the CIA, but I'm not doing anything dangerous, but I get to say I work for the CIA. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting there typing along, doing data entry, and then all of a sudden everyone's monsters. That sounds like what would happen to your me. Your computer's trying to eat you. Your fingers have disappeared into your keyboard. My clothes are snakes, so I have to rip them off. Yeah. Uh, uh. Oh, good times. Good times. Yeah, glad I didn't live back then. Or at least live back then and work at the CIA. Because they were crazy. So, yeah, there was that guy. Um, there were experiments that continued um, even after Dr. Frank Olson... An army chemist who had not taken LSD before went into deep depression after a surprise trip and later fell from a 13-story window after having been dosed with LSD after never having taken it before. So that's the family who ended up claiming that he was murdered. I think now, it was probably a loose end. How did how did the family, like, what was the reasoning for claiming the murder? Like, did they, is it because they found out about these dosings? Mm-hmm. Okay. So yep. it was done. It was after the fact, after everything had settled, and this yep. had all been declassified. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, but how did they know? Because I know you said that some of this stuff is kept hush, hush. hush. How did they know that Frank was a part of this? Oh, you, he would. You know, you talk about it with his family from time to time. Not about, everybody is as hush as they need to be. Yeah, you keep that many people on the payroll, somebody's gonna find out. Yeah. So I mean, it's you know, and family knew bits and pieces and was already they were already super skeptical as anybody looking from the outside in would be but yeah nothing's come of that they essentially just declared it an accident a drug-induced accident which sounds right if he had now if he had just flat overdose that's one thing but yeah he, he f- fell out a window his first trip yeah so at least it's don't he, laugh <laughs> no it's <laughs> It's, I'm glad we can throw some humor in here because there's some some dark That's turns crazy, on man. this one. Yeah, yeah, they were they did some crazy stuff. The they kind of like broke it down afterwards here. Um, as far as like they is in your source, my source. Which uh, who is your source? So we can credit. So we that. did the we did the targeted. Tar- so what did I say earlier? It's called Targeted Individuals Canada. Okay. And that's where I got um, almost everything that I have on Bluebird and Artichoke. And I filled in bits and pieces from uh, Wikipedia. And it was essentially between the most those two. Like, they had most everything. So, um, first they talked about one Dr. Sidney Gottlieb. 
Gottlieb. I'm not really sure how to pronounce it. G O T T L I E B. Sydney Gottlieb. Sydney. Sydney. Thank you. <laughs> Smart ass. The chem- he was a chemist who directed MK Ultra, um, and he thought that LSD could be used in covert operations. Since its effects were temporary, he believed one could give it to high-ranking officials and in this way affect the course of important meetings, speeches, etc. Since he realized there was a difference in testing the drug in a laboratory and using it in clandestine operations, he initiated a series of experiments where LSD was given to people in a normal setting without warning. And at first, everyone in technical services tried it. A typical experiment involved two people in a room where they observed each other for hours and took notes. Oh, I would love to see that notebook. Right? Just sit like, across. Like, you, it'd be like you and I sitting across from mm-hmm. each other and one of us just drops a tablet at LSD. Like, I would just quick. love to be reading through and then you, you know you'll be able to see when that when the trip hits. <laughs> like, little little bit at a time, you're just like, oh, he just... He just Throw, like threw himself at something that wasn't there as I'm in my chair observing Jordan at first I couldn't help but stop looking at his beard and then I glance back <laughs> and I notice it is a bunch of tiny snakes hanging off of his face do you think that the people that are doing that are taking LSD are taking notes too oh I thought that's what you said that like there's two no. people in the room yeah, they have two people and they're in the taking room. notes of each other as they're no one person oh. would take the LSD and the other person would sit there and just watch that person on LSD and take notes on it <sighs> Because then you have no control group. If you got two people taking <laughs> taking what... acid and then taking notes on each other, that's going to quickly become a colorful little drawing book. I don't think it's going to last long. You're probably going to end up with like scraps of paper everywhere. It'd be entertaining, though. It would be entertaining. That I would sit on uh, one the other side of the one side mirror for. Yeah, you can sign me up for that one. That would be fun. <laughs> so, as the experimentation prog- progressed, um, a point arrived where outsiders were drugged with no explanation whatsoever, and surprise acid trips became something of an occupational hazard for CIA workers. I got chafed today because I walk too much at work. They get randomly dosed. Okay, okay. Chafing is just as bad. No, <laughs> <laughs> no you know, there's a cure for that, at least. So another technique in- investigated was the intravenous administration of a barbiturate into one arm and an what amphetamine is into another. Let me Google that real quick. Barbiturate. Amphetamine. I'm good on that one. Barbiturate. Yeah, you get the gist there. Well, they can cause death in small doses. No big deal. Barbiturates are sedatives. Hypnotics, oh. a type of central nervous system depressant. So it sounds like you have upper and a downer in the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. So can you imagine having a downer in this arm? And then some LSD or, or meth, essentially, methamphetamine in this arm. Just doubling up. It just sounds terrible. <laughs> sounds terrible. The barbiturates were released into the person first. And as soon as the person began to fall asleep, the amphetamines were released. The person would begin babbling incoherently. And it was sometimes possible to ask questions and get useful answers. Okay. But, oh, so they got useful stuff out of it. Because that was... Potentially. That's, that's what I was about to say is I don't... I don't know how trustworthy that is. Uh, yeah, like you're, you are you got somebody hopped up. On so many drugs. Like how can you trust what's coming out of their mouth? But I guess if they if they knew going in like, okay, these are we already know these answers. We're just going to see if we can actually get them. Mm-hmm. And they actually got some. So that's more than I expected them to get out of this. Who decided what ratio was acceptable though? They're like, oh my god, he's trying to—he's starting to fall asleep. Get, hit him with some meth. Get some more meth in him. That guy—he you know, gets a little like too it, hyper, and then they get. Yeah. So, as you can assume, um, this this led to some pretty bad side effects for some people. 
Um, so it kind of caused some forced addiction. During the course of experiments, thousands of Americans, often from the most powerful segments of our population, like mental patients, prisoners, um, were subject to disgustingly perverse and grossly unethical procedures performed by the best and brightest psychiatrists and medical doctors at the most prestigious institutions. Bluebird researchers worked tirelessly to create Manchurian candidates, as well as controlled amnesia and hypnotic couriers. So, like, I don't know if anybody's seen Manchurian Candidate. I don't know if you have or not. I know the gist. But again, like, mind-controlled, essentially do whatever with puppets. Control, the CIA-controlled puppets. And that's been going on since 50, 1950, because Bluebird was working on that stuff, too. Like, that is that was their was initially and still is a goal i'm sure of it i'm sure it's still going on somewhere there's that tinfoil hat popping out dude it is straight up (laughs) next came artichoke with uh, the intensified research into interrogation hypnosis and forced opiate addiction when opiates were coming up and around there were also radiation experiments uh, Bluebird blows the whistle on extensive political abuse of psychiatry in North America in the second half of the 20th century. Um, many thousands of prisoners and mental patients were subjected to unethical mind control experiments by leading psychiatrists and medical schools. Organized academic psychiatry has never acknowledged this history. The network of mind control doctors involved in Bluebird have done a great deal of harm to the field of psychiatry and to psychiatric patients. I guess that's just hearsay. That's just opinion but i would have to agree because it doesn't sound like they did much good no 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 uh it's just like there's just so much bad you're like where was there had to be some good things going on like, this where, is why i want you to watch there like i said it's been painted in, in a lot of different lights like it's been it's been satirized it's been um there's been a lot of movies made about it that are different shades well, and what sucks is those movies have been made post this mm-hmm. to try to, sh- yeah, I mean, not shed light, but just make more people aware. Mm-hmm. But it, they all just get taken well, for and that. It's absolutely insane. It's batshit. But the government be- would be doing this, and because it's so batshit, people see those movies, and while they are fictionalized, they they take that concept as also fictional. Mm-hmm. When it's like, no, this. This really happened. We just don't have the names and faces to put to this, so we're going to make a fictitious story, yeah. but of things that totally happened. Well, like, I didn't even put two and two together with that whole Bourne thing. I watched all the Bourne series and stuff like that, and I loved those movies. And, and you're I, just like, oh, this is a cool this concept. Is a cra- this is a crazy cool concept. I didn't think that, it, you know, like, this, yeah, of course this plays into it. That's crazy. So, yeah, there was also some stuff going on in Canada. Yeah, so our neighbors to the north aren't completely blameless. We exported some experiments up there um we recruited a british psychiatrist named donald ewan cameron and he was the creator of the psychic driving concept um which the cia found interesting he had been hoping to correct schizophrenia initially by erasing existing memories and reprogramming the psyche sounds on the better side to start it all depends on how you reprogram definitely i mean correcting schizophrenia would be a a miracle, I would say, but I don't know. Have there ever been, I guess I haven't looked into that much. Have there ever been cases of schizophrenia that are, it comes on later in life, right? That it kind of just. I'm not totally sure. I think it's more frequent. Fracture or a break. I mean, you're not born with schizophrenia, I don't think. I I think you might. 
it's, it's hard in some cases it's hard because i mean I, I think some of it can be trauma induced but i think it also has to do with brain chemistry well because there are some kids there's that show on mtv right now about a girl who has like 13 or so different personalities or something yeah i'm not which you know i, I don't you hear about schizophrenia a lot but um yeah i i think there's corrective treatment because i think you can have prescriptions that try to correct those chemical imbalances or, uh, yeah or to like maybe dampen or depress more because there's always there's, i feel like there's almost always like a mad or like some some characteristic of rage mm-hmm. i'll depending. check in with our resident almost a psychologist nate yes hit nate up and um i'll, I'll insert a update clip so yeah that would be cool but uh, in, ad- in addition to LSD, he also experimented with various paralytic drugs as well as electroconvulsive therapy at 30 to 40 times the normal power. His driving experiments consisted of putting subjects into drug-induced comas for weeks at a time, um, up to three months in one case. So the, the driving portion of this is him doing the re- attempted reprogramming? Yes. Okay. Um, Much less cooler than it sounded. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> Um, while these people were under, while they were in their drug-induced comas, he would play tape loops of noise or simple repetitive statements. Oh, I just, I, I thought of this earlier, and now that I know that that's explicitly what happened, I cannot stop thinking of uh, Dexter's Laboratory mm-hmm. when he was trying to learn French, and the tape got stuck, and all he could say is cheese in French. Right. <laughs> I don't remember that episode. <laughs> And everyone thought he was the coolest because they didn't know what he was saying. It was just cheese. I love it. I miss that show. Where's Mandark at, man? His experiments were often often carried out on patients who entered the Institute for minor minor problems, such as anxiety disorders and postpartum depression. So these are some potential late moms. This just makes me so sad because I'll be candid with the audience. I go to therapy and i got issues i got to handle i'm not diagnosed with anything don't get me wrong but i think for one i think therapy and counseling is a under underutilized resource oh trust me as soon as i'm done with the wedding i'm getting some therapy like i think i, I genuinely think 90 percent of the population needs to like at least go every like couple months or so like it's we all got some junk man I feel like it might always might not always be a fit, but I mean, I feel like depending, it probably depends on who you get, because you, I mean. You oh know. yeah, but it just this makes me sad because I think of like myself and the the minor mental impacts my life events have had on me, and that when someone is going to that, they're going, you know, they're going to fix this anxiety, this postpartum depression. Almost and, making themselves the most vulnerable they can be. Yeah, and then it's just like, oh, you're trying to make your life better and being vulnerable? No, you're just really, like, crashing the car because of who you ended up with. Yeah. It just makes me really sad. Yeah. Way to bring the mood down, Jordan. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good God. Well, I mean, yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, can you imagine, like, going into, you know, a therapy session or something like that, and then a guy that works for the CIA and, you know, somebody, like, Get, get to get this get this guy and you're and they they're like yeah i got something that'll help you and then they forty thousand volts or something like that to your head and then you know lsd trips forced comas it's crazy sexual abuse sexual abuse deprivation chambers insane you want some creamer 
try this creamer. It's better. Just what if that was it in the break room? There, like you know how you got like the stacks of like sugar, dry creamer, and then there's like a stack of LSD, but it's not labeled LSD. Mm-hmm. So it's just like whoever wants to switch up their normal coffee mixture and they grab the little LSD. They just poured out the non-dairy, the powdery non-dairy, yeah. and they just replaced that with crushed up LSD. Like, I bet somebody was just having a good old time, just seeing what little ways like that they could just mess with people. Can you imagine the, the, the guy whose one job it was to go around and dose as many people as possible? If it didn't happen, it would be so funny, oh, but it happened. man. Jesus. Okay. So, so yeah, his, his treatments resulted in victims' incontinence. Um, amnesia, forgetting how to how to talk, how to walk, uh, forgetting about their parents, and thinking that their interrogators were their parents for some reason, you know? So he did a good job at the wiping part. Yeah, but not so much the reprogramming. No, no. Mm-mm. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of a majority of like the really shady stuff that went on. I'm sure that there's more. I'm positive that there's more. That was as much as I could handle. That's a lot. Well, oh, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's scary. It's so scary. It, it just it. The main thing I want to stress is that it happened. It happened. Like this isn't no theory. There's documents proving it. Speaking of, so MK Ultra was first brought to public attention in 1975 by the Church Committee of the United States Congress and Gerald Ford's United States President's Commission on CAA activities within the United States. But before that, real quick back to Sidney Gottlieb. In 1972, he retired um, and essentially dismissed all of his efforts for CIA's MKUltra as useless. So he did all of these things that were super tragic and terrible for absolutely no reason. Self-stated. The CIA insists that MKUltra type experiments have been abandoned Although Canadian investigative journalist Elizabeth Nixon, whose mother had been a subject of MKUltra, claims that they continue today under a different different set of acronyms. I wouldn't be surprised. Let's oh, flip, yeah. just flip it up again. Oh, yeah, because there's different MKs, too. Um, one Victor Mar... <laughs> MK, so there's, this is MKUltra. There's MKOK. MK, MK kind of good. MK fine. <laughs> MK, MK fine. MK fine. <laughs> MK more or less. <laughs> So uh, one Victor Marchetti, who had held several positions at the CIA before resigning in 1969, um, afterwards stated in 1992 that the CIA routinely conducted disinformation campaigns and that CIA mind control research continued. He called the claim that the program had been abandoned a cover story. Investigative efforts uh, were hampered by the fact that CIA Director Richard Helms ordered all MKUltra files and anything related to be destroyed in 1973. The Church Committee and the Rockefeller Commission investigations relied on sworn testimony of direct participants and on the relatively small number of documents that survived Helm's destruction order, which happened to be relatively small. That's that 20,000 documents. So you can only imagine how much they initially had on this. 1970, okay, so that's 27 years at that point. So in 1977, Freedom of Information Act request uncovered a cache of the 20,000 documents. Um, and those led to Senate hearings later that year. But still, you're right. Like, I mean, how many got destroyed along the way or were deemed worthless, mm-hmm. things like that? Stuff just trying to cover tracks. I mean, how much of it was... Um, redacted. Redacted, thank you. All the black lines. It's crazy. Some more surviving information regarding MKUltra was declassified in July 2001. It didn't specify, though. 
um, the most recent kind of uh, in December 2018. Declassified documents included a letter to an unidentified doctor discussing work on six dogs made to run, turn, and stop via remote control and brain implants. That's you know, that almost sounds like a callback to one of our, our doctors. To one of your doctors. It so those were declassified in 2018. It doesn't say what they what they're applied to, what year that they were, mm-hmm. when that came from, because that stuff's been going on too. Yeah, since, I mean... Probably around the same time. They were messing with animals, too. I know I just did this episode, but I can't remember when he was doing those experiments, but it was... Yeah. 70s? Something like that. 70s. It wasn't like 2004, I'll tell you that much. Which one? Here. The doctor with the the head? No, no, no. It wasn't that one. That one was terrible. That was gross. Yeah, Jose Delgado. uh, Mm -hmm. He was... Yeah, I think it was in like the 50s-ish. 50s? 60s, because the work that that Delgado Delgado was using from or that was he drew inspiration from was in the the 30s mm-hmm. so I don't think Crazy that was Crazy how long that's been a goal an, an actual thing yeah like a lot of the stuff you think is just like pop culture sci- sci-fi no like it's it was going down how bad people want to control other people yeah um, so that was yeah, that, that was happening 50s 60s so there's no telling when this dog case had happened yeah even though it was only released in 2018 Mm -hmm. so um i did find two other mks there was an mk delta couldn't find anything on it nothing came up but it was referenced but you're on a list now so yes there is also an mk naomi and um that was kind of a side thing but it was generally reported to be a successor to mk ultra um, but some higher ups disagree, claiming that MK Naomi was a subordinate part of MK Ultra, and that they were focused on biological projects, including biological warfare agents. The argument goes that it's unreasonable to presume that MK Naomi exclusively operated specifically to store materials that could either incapacitate or kill a test subject, and to develop devices for the diffusion of such materials. So essentially. They were the ones who cleaned up. Gotta have that cleanup crew. Loose ends. Mm-hmm. MK Naomi took care of. And like immediately documents. Incapacitate or kill. Yeah. Documents are the first thing I think of when I clean up, but then there's like, like how many junkies were just taken care of? Mm-hmm. How many people in cells that you've like made go crazy? Gone. Done. So yeah, that's MK Ultra. There's, I just I threw in a couple of fun little pop culture references at the end of it, mm-hmm. just kind of like where they've used it. Uh, the there's a ton of them. there's so many. Um, I just picked a couple of my favorites. Uh, the the Born Born series was one of them. Uh, in in Pineapple Express, the beginning scene when he's when they like he's going down to smoke weed for the first time they're like introducing weed mm-hmm. it's supposed to be taking place in 1937 but it's it's supposed to be depicting like the beginnings of mk ultra and drugs and how they affect people um the men who stare at goats uh is based on mk ultra experiments what you and i will watch following this so funny that's a funny one um even captain america with um bucky barnes who is subjected to german oh right right mk ultra style which I know the Germans, Terror. I think, possibly even our own pilots during World War II, but for sure the Germans, just with any soldiers, gave amphetamines to to keep them boosted for uh, for the fight. And right after World War II, you know that we uh, recruited 
Oh yeah, we took in the Nazi scientists, and yep. that's paper. and that's where you know a lot of stuff. Just mixed progressed in. <laughs> Which we're tar- talking was started in 50, so it's not like it's that long after. No, no. I mean, it could be because they saw some of the stuff they were working on over there, potentially. Because, I mean, I don't want to say that they were specifically the beginning of the man's mad scientists in that era. And the chemical warfare and stuff like that. There was just... Because we had to be a part of it. There, there was just a lot of... The Germans lot, were just so smart. A lot of F's not given yeah. during that era. Yeah, they just did whatever they wanted to. For better or for worse. Yeah. Particularly for worse. For worse. A lot for worse. But yeah, that's the crazy... Some of the... some Well, because again, there's so much. 20,000 pages worth, trust me. Um, well, normally this part of the show, we, we wrap up... With like, do we believe? To, do we not believe? Yeah, normally like, do we believe? But since that really doesn't apply here, we'll say... I'll, I'll, I'll ask you... Do you think it's still going, and how do you feel about it? Oh, I certainly do. To some degree, I feel like there's some... There's no way that we've been working on it for over 70 years, if stuff like this has been going on since the 30s. Well, over 70 years. Mm-hmm. And that it's just been left by the wayside. Yeah. Because there's somebody still out there that has not been convinced that it's unethical. Yeah, you just hide it enough, and it's okay. Yeah. Plus, I think that, you know, the higher-ups really want to have, like, a, a fail-safe, just in case. Yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked at all. By if, anything, at if, this point. And true. But if this was still going. But I will say, it makes more sense if there was a rebrand mm-hmm. after MKUltra. And I don't think it's with LSD anymore. I think that well has been tapped. I think that they... Well, opiates are way cheaper. Well, there's that. And then I think that... Yeah, I, th- I think they've just used it enough to know, okay, this just gets re- people really high and kind of unstable to where we can't control the situation. And while that might have its uses, it's we've done what we can do with that, so let's move on. There's been so many more more drugs created since then, just an enormous amount. And then we also have this technical wave mm-hmm. that, that hit right around the 80s, right around the time, like... Right when this was stopping, computers were starting to kick off. Mm-hmm. So now we have a whole new branch of ways we can we can get hide in. stuff. Yeah, we'll hide stuff and also get the information we need from people, mm-hmm. and maybe through means of blackmail and stuff like that, control people. Well, yeah, I mean, there were um, I was looking in some some other CIA CIA programs and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and there was the uh, the Big Brother stuff mm-hmm. that was going on before we even had computers, and you know, the U.S. government was tapping, you know upwards of like 30,000 phones in the US and listening in on conversations back then to try to sell terrorist stuff and so moral of the story is we crazy. all need to get off the grid and follow Squatch make to- sure you got your tape over your uh, <laughs> your laptop camera so this is you know if we make it out this will still be the last episode just meet us all in in the forest with Squatch at his reunion and we'll all just hang out off the grid let's do it We'll just go and do LSD on our own terms. I like to fish. <laughs> Plenty of fishing. Fishing on LSD? No, I don't know about that one. No? Oh. I, I definitely couldn't keep them because they'd probably start talking to me and I'd feel I bad. I think that'd make the time go by a little qu- <laughs> quicker. <laughs> or slower. I don't, know. I don't know. Can you imagine that interaction on LSD? Actually, like, first of all, maybe being able to get a fish into your boat, <laughs> potentially, and then looking at it and being able to be like, I'm going to cook you up later. <laughs> I'll make you into food before it 
mm. convinces you that it has a family and stuff like that beneath, <laughs> beneath the water surface. I Don't got, kill me. I got eight minnows swimming around. They're right there, see? You know how hard it is to feed eight minnows? Good God. On this salary? Three worms an hour. Do you uh. <laughs> All right. I think that about does it for this week. Uh, that was good. Anonymous Squatch still has no name. We've got one name got in the one books. Submission. We've got one. So everyone, put your ballots in. Not saying we don't like this one name. Just saying we want to leave it. We want to leave it open at least for. Yeah, but this it was is in between this last episode and this one. This is the final call. So all submissions have to be in, and then the following episode will will finally give a name we'll to the Anonymous Squatch. Yeah. But. MK Ultra's crazy. The we're actually going to do a Urban Legends episode next. Uh, we're going to do Florida. I found some interesting stuff on Florida, few few good stories. But we're choosing Florida because they're one of our biggest downloaded states. So we know you guys are listening. So give us some stories. If you guys know any local stories at all, please send us send us those. If you have any personal stories from Florida, that'd be amazing. Shout we, out to your brothers in Florida. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got I, I got look I got ties down there. My brothers, Pensacola. I was born in Jacksonville. Look, I, I know how it is, all right? I know there's some good stories there. So send them our way. Uh, Jordan, where can they send that to? Creepycampfirepodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Creepycampfirepodcast at gmail.com. Get it there, guys. Get it. Please. And you can also just say hey to us. Tell us how you're liking the show. If you have any show ideas that you'd like for us to talk about, uh, just send them our way. We're, we're up for it. We want to... We want to do what you guys want to hear. We've got we've gotten just like a handful of these uh, actual reviews mm-hmm. recently, and they're just so reassuring. Oh, it's amazing! They're, <laughs> they're so, so re- they're so reassuring. I, actually, we need to shout those they're out. They're so great. Uh, we did. Let's see. The last one I think we did was Vlad. Yeah, we did Vlad. Well, we've got. I think we've got a couple since then. I would ask you to read them, but you don't I have an iPhone. Have Android? Get off my back! I think it's funny because everyone keeps telling you to get iPhone too. It's not gonna happen. Don't you have the Google phone? You don't even have Android. You have the Google phone. It, it runs on Android. Oh. Android. Unfortunately. How, that's how unlearned I am. All right. So this one coming from, I think this one is CBGB. CBGB? I think so. C-B-I-G-I, but I think there's like a shout out to CBGBs. Giving me the heebie-jeebies. There you go. Um, love it. Title with a five-star review. We appreciate it. We love you. And it says, Bed Pop, Bed Pop, Peppa, the best podcast ever. Can't wait for the future of this. Oh, strong words. Yes. Uh, feels. <laughs> oh, feels. Thank you, CBGB. We can't wait for the future either. We just brought in Squatch. You know, we're looking up. We're coming up on our one-year mark. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, we'd also like if you guys want to send in just a little, little re- recording on your phone of uh like what what maybe your favorite moment of the past year has been on the mm-hmm. show uh your something just made you crack up during work or something like that feel free to send that in on that anniversary episode we're gonna we'll, we'll put those up just to make it fun for you guys whatever you want to send so i think that's it do we have any more announcements Jordan? within reason oh we got merch we got merch yeah can't forget the merch can't forget the merch man you, if you guys want the creepy campfire podcast logo on anything you want on everything aprons pillowcases shirts not shoes yet but hats mugs I'm so all about that mug all about the mug you can go check that out i'll have a link if you're listening to us on itunes if you're not just look up spread shirt and creepy campfire podcast and our, our store will pop up for you if you it's, have it's like a spreadsheet but with a shirt much less boring than a spreadsheet <laughs> yes jordan you can put stuff on it 
But if you guys are having any problems with that, just send us an email and we'll we'll shoot you in the right direction. But I think that about does it. I hope we can we can get our way out of this. Wait, wait, Squatch, are you bending the bars? Why didn't you do that this whole time? Oh my god. Yeah, no, you be sad, Squatch. You could have got us out of here and. Oh, okay, okay, Squatch. Just get us out. Ugh. So, okay, so we'll from leave. another dis- undisclosed location next time. Next time. We'll see you. But until then, stay, stay toasty. toasty.